Do you know where Terry and Pat Ryan are? Do you know where April Kane and the amazing deep-voiced woman Sawjack are? Do you know where Connie and the big stoop are? Yes, and what of the crook, Baron Deplexus? Well, before today's transcribed adventure gets going, I'll give you all the answers. But first, listen to this. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby. Which is brought to you by the makers of Libby. Which is brought to you by the makers of Libby's tomato juice. One of Libby's hundred famous foods. I'll bet that by this time you boys and girls have tried Libby's tomato juice and know how really wonderful it is. So now's your chance to tell the other kids about it. Boy, there just never was a better tasting drink than this tomato juice of Libby's. It's so refreshing, kind of perks you up and makes you feel raring to go. You might not think that anything so downright delicious would have important food value, too. But Libby's tomato juice has. Yes, sir. It's rich in two of the vitamins you hear most about. Vitamin C and vitamin A. And it's got vitamins B1 and G besides. So when you ask your mother to buy some more of that grand-tasting Libby's tomato juice, just remind her of all it does for you. How it's got vitamins that every one of us should have. Remember, the name is Libby's. Spelled L-I-B-B-Y-S. You want to be sure that's the kind of tomato juice your mother gets. Because Libby's is pressed from red, ripe, prize tomatoes. Taste simply super. You'll want a big, cold glass full every single day. And now, Terry and the Pirates. Now, uh, where were we? Oh, yes. Well, Baron de Texas was too clever for Connie and Big Stoop. Instead of those two lads t- making him a prisoner, he's talked fast to the Indochina police, and now Connie and Stooper are behind bars in the jail at Laokai. And the Baron, together with Slugger Dunn, is headed for the town of Yankuk. There he hopes to locate the woman Saint-Jacques and recover the fortune in gold which was stolen from him. Yeah, and which he had stolen from somebody else. As for Jean-Jacques, well, she has the gold and April Kane as her prisoner. She escaped in a big plane and landed safely on a jungle stream. And Terry and Pat Ryan, well, they followed Jean-Jacques' plane in the smaller one, but ran out of luck. Yes, the pilot was a tricky heel. He landed in the small jungle clearing and tried to crack down Terry. But Pat cracked down on him. And now he lies unconscious on the ground. It would be a bright and cheerful morning if it wasn't for that. Well, Pat, he certainly put his nose on the top of his head. But now what? Well, the inventory reads as follows. One pilot, slightly damaged. Check. One airplane, okay, but unable to be flown from small fields. Check. Two Americans, viz. to wit, Terry Lee and Patrick Ryan, stranded at small field near Jungle River. Healthy, but lost. I'll check that twice, Pat. That plane at your elbow is as good as junk right now. Can't be flown away, so the Baron Deplexus is out one aircraft. Yeah, and one pilot, too. From the looks of our pal here. Well, that's what he gets for trying to swing on us with a monkey wrench. He missed you, but I didn't miss him. Gosh, my, my fist feels like it was a sore foot. <laughs> okay, so we're here. We're lost and... Not lost, not exactly. There's a river, Terry, and all rivers lead someplace. But what about Sunny Boy, the pilot? We'll climb to the nearest tree, right over there. He'll come out of his snooze for long. There's sure to be a native along, and the pilot will be released. Yeah, but I... We'll make a point to find some natives and tell them there's a white man tied to a tree. Okay. Come on. 
Let's tie this rat up and get moving. I'm getting restless. Say, Pat, how did you know our pilot was so tricky? Of course, he was one of Baron de Plexus's men, but... Well, we saw where Sonny Jack landed her big plane. So did he. All of us could see that marked spot by the river. Well, the pilot is after that gold as well as Duplexus did. And then I saw the pilot reach over and cut his ignition switch now and then, and that made the plane motor miss. Oh, he figured he could scare us, huh? Sure. Then he figured he could land and then bump us off, and we were climbing out while he fixed his engine. Yeah, and it didn't work. We ducked the trouble just in time. But how did he figure on getting the plane in the air again? I guess he didn't. He wanted that gold. He knows Sanjak has it. Yeah, she has April, too. Well, we'll do what we can to get April free from that female baritone. Let's get over near the river. I've got a hunch we can find out a few things about it. Well, here's the river, Terry. What am I supposed to do, cheer? Maybe. Wait till I talk some more. I wonder where Sanjak's plane is. Must have landed in the water. Look, I got it all figured out. But maybe I'm wrong. Shoot. Okay. We know that the big plane with April and Songjack landed upstream from here, right? Right. Maybe a few miles on upstream. Now then, the easiest way to get out of this jungle is to float down the river. Or come down in a power boat. Songjack will have to pass this point if she uses a boat, right? Well, makes sense to me, Pat. So we try and stop that woman, rescue April, and get hold of the gold, huh? <laughs> well, it reads like the first chapter of a book, the way you say it. Well, do we do or do we don't? We do. Songjack's trying to get the gold out of Indochina. This river must flow into the sea. Now, wait, wait. I borrowed a map from the plane back here. Let's have a look-see. Yeah. Yeah, now, look here, Terry. I'd say we were somewhere along here, about this place. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's no towns along the river. No, no. The nearest town of any importance is Yangkut. Now, that, that's down here, where the river flows into the sea. Well, we could cut off our escape if we could guard this river. We knew what kind of a boat would come down. Yeah, but this spring is too wide. And we can't stop every craft that comes down. We'll end up in the bottom of the river. So, what do we do? We've got our help, but that's about all. And I'd say... I'd say we ought to wander upstream and talk with those natives. Say you can see them now. <laughs> Must be wash day. They seem to be pounding their surrounds with a rock. <laughs> I didn't know natives wore sarongs in this country. Well, maybe they're night shirts. Come on. Let's find out what they can tell us about Sanjak. They must know something about what's going on. Well, Pat, what did you find out? Plenty. That is plenty when you figure how difficult it is to get information out of these natives. They seem to be talking enough. Well... One of the laundresses over there speaks a little English. She said a motorboat went up the river a few days ago. Motorboat? Yeah. So I made a deal with one of the men, the, the lady's husband. He's a fisherman, and he's going to let me use his fishnet. Going fishing? Hey, I thought we were trying to... Yes, yes. Fishing is just the word. I'm going fishing for some jack. And if I catch her, I'll also catch some small fish. A protein fish. You'd better come out of the sun, Pat. It's beginning to get you. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, it all makes sense. With the help of a few natives, we'll stretch the nets across the river, just below the surface of the water. 
then when that motorboat comes downstream, the propeller will catch in the net and there you are. Hey, that's an idea. It's taco, Pat. How do we start? Well, that small native junk down there, the natives will drop the nets from this shore and pull the junk across to the other shore. Now, come on. We ought to have the nets laid and ready by each. Pat, I time to watch. You take this blanket and lie down where I was. Well, you didn't have to get up, Terry. I couldn't sleep very good anyway. The deck of his junk is like a rock. Uh, what time is it? About uh, after midnight. See anything along the river? Not a thing. Once in a while, a fish jumps out of the water, but aside from that, and those, those frogs, it's been the loudest silence I ever heard. I wonder if the nets are okay. Yeah. They're stretched across the channel. The natives did a good job. Well, then we'll be able to stop that motorboat when it comes downstream, huh? Yeah. So all you have to do is sit here on this coil of rope and wait. Oh, I'll catch a little shut-eye while I can. I'll relieve you in an hour or so. Okay. It'll be almost dawn by that time. Wonderful, Did you say something, Terry? No, I didn't say a thing, but you've been talking a blue streak. Yeah. I must have been asleep. Yeah. I guess it's a nightmare or something. What did I say? Oh, you were fighting it out with somebody, don't you remember? No, no, I don't. I never meet any nice people in dreams anymore. Haven't it sleep long? No, about two hours. Listen how still it is. Even the frogs have stopped. It always gets quiet just before dawn. See anything? No, nothing much. A couple of native craft and one odd-looking native junk. They're all going downstream, going to the main town to sell fish or whatever. How long ago? Oh, bed now. And no motorboat, eh? Not a sound. Yeah. It's funny. If Stone Jack was coming downstream, she ought to... Hey, hey. Hmm? Who's that out there? So dark on the river, I can... Oh, yeah. Looks like a native canoe. Two natives. Well, they're paddling over here. Well, all the natives look alike to me. Maybe, maybe they want their nets back so they can go fishing. I can't say that I blame them. Hello there. You want to come alongside? They like that trick landing over there, Terry. Okay. Here. Here, I'll hold your canoe. Oh, a piece of paper. Oh, a piece of paper. No speak English? Paper for me? Well, how in the name of... How did anyone know we were here? All right, let's have the paper. What is it, Pat? Now, bring that lantern over here. Oh. Here you are. Well, the lantern's no good unless it's lit. That's a detail you overlook. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, then. What's that note you just got? Seems to be a message scribbled on a piece of an envelope. Hey. Hey, come back here. Where'd you get that note? Hey, hey you. Hey. Hey, hey, come back. Huh. Well, they won't come back. No, I guess not. Well, now, then, let's see. Hold the light close. 
Now listen to this, Terry. Uh-huh. Look what it says. It was rather a good idea, but men are so easily fooled. I had no trouble disguising my motorboat as a native junk, covering the propeller and drifting over your nets in the darkness. Really, it is a waste of time. Why do you not go back to the United States? Signed, Phone Jack. Well, what do you know? I saw that queer-looking boat, but I never dreamed it was... Well, at least we know one thing, Terry. We know that Songjack has slipped through our fingers. She's on her way downstream. Yeah, with April. Yes, the deep forest dangerous Songjack got away. And even had the nerve to send our friends a note about it. By now, they should realize they're dealing with a woman fully as clever as the dragon lady. And as for rescuing April's team from Songjack... Well, that's going to be a job. I'll tell you more in a moment. Just a reminder, boys and girls, of that swell drink you're going to ask Mother to get. It's Libby's tomato juice. Wonderful tasting and a grand source of vitamins. And I wish you'd tell her, too, about all the other Libby foods that taste so good and have such fine food values. Libby's peaches, apricots, and other fruits. Libby's tender young peas and golden corn and other vegetables, corn and other vegetables, corn and other vegetables, corn and other vegetables, corn and other vegetables. And the many Libby's meats, they're every one a stand out for flavor and food value. Yes, it's easy to get nutritious foods that taste wonderful if you just ask for Libby's. You know, boys and girls, every young American can do his bit for victory, buy United States stamps regularly... Ten-cent ones or twenty-five-cent ones. Soon you'll have enough for a bond. In tomorrow's Transcribe Terry tale, we'll learn what new clues Terry and Pat discover and how they chase Jack and April. Yes, and we may join this amazing woman who has hypnotized Miss Kane and stolen a fortune in gold almost single-handed. Let's keep the tip-top radio apartment of the week tomorrow, shall we?